and welcome back to the Irish Tennis Updates podcast and um, to what is possibly the first ever true Irish Tennis Updates podcast. Uh, today, I'm happy to be talking to Mark Finnegan, uh, who has been on the podcast before, and he is um, heavily involved in the world of college tennis um, and in in helping to send Irish players over to the States for their college experience. And what we're going to do today, uh, we are going to bring you some updates on all of the Irish players who are playing in uh, the US college system at the moment, what teams they're on, how they're getting on. The season has just begun in the US, so we're going to catch up on what's been going on for the first couple of weeks. Um, and we're also going to touch on a few other updates from the world of Irish tennis. So I hope you enjoy, uh, find, hope you find this interesting, and here we go. So Mark, um, how are you doing? Welcome. Oh, thanks, Adam. I think this is great that you, first off, that you've been doing this with the the junior ITF players that are on playing internationally, and and um, and then also with the pro players. It's just I think the players really do truly appreciate it, and it's it's great for people to get an update on on how everyone's doing. And you know, it's probably the one thing that when I was a college coach over in America, you know. I kind of got a little lost and, and, and nobody in Irish tennis kind of knew what I was doing. So hopefully by updating everybody in Irish tennis on what's going on in America, it, uh, it, it will give an idea of, of, of what's going on over there because there's a lot of tennis being played um, at a very high level. And there's a lot of, of, our, of our best athletes that hopefully we'll see one day playing professional that are currently over there competing. Absolutely. There's more than I even realized when you, when you said the number to me. I think it's, it's, it's near 50, which, which I didn't realize. So I'm looking forward to getting some updates on, 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 those, on those players over there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I might have, I think 50 is probably a little bit too much, but I think, uh, I, think I don't know, we'll, we'll go through them all now. And I hope if, we, if we've missed somebody and I've tried my hardest to, to make sure I, I've gotten everybody. Um, um, but if for some reason we have, just <laughs> please reach out to us because, uh, you yeah. know, we did our best to do our research to find out every player that was over there. Exactly, exactly. Now, yeah, and as you said, just before we get into the, the college stuff, um, you mentioned a little bit of the, the, the action going on at the moment. Um, apart from that is, is the junior ITFs. Um, and someone in particular who's had good success is Celine uh, Simonio. She is currently based in, in Barcelona in Spain, where she's training. Um, and she is just the last three weeks, she's been playing events in Kenya. Um, where she, she reached um, the singles final, followed by a semi-final, and then followed that up with, with, with going all the way to the title. And so she, she's had an unbelievable run there and also won a doubles title along the way, uh, which took her, her, her ranking up over 200 places in the last month. So incredible stuff for Celine recently. And someone else um, to, in, in the junior ITF, who so was actually playing in, in the same events in, in Kenya, is Roy Keegan, who is now based um, in London. It's where he's training. And um, so he, he before Christmas, he had had a great run in, in a couple of events in uh, in Pakistan and now in, in Kenya as well. He he, um, he he won a doubles title in that stretch and his rankings up to about at 440 as well, which is a huge rise on what it was um, a few months ago. So he's another player that's 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 progressing really well. Well, absolutely. And that ranking and, and those results are putting them right on track to be able to hopefully get into the Grand Slams. Absolutely, that's it. Uh, and just a few more, um, that, that's kind of it for the, for the juniors to touch on and, and a few of the, the seniors that have been playing recently as well. Um, firstly, Ruth Copas, uh, she, she went to Spain for, for, for three tournaments earlier in, the, um, early in, in January and, and, and was playing qualies there and getting some good experience in, in Spain. So it's good to see Ruth in action as well. 
it. And, and someone else who who played um, has played one event so far this year is Simon Carr, who's uh, the Irish number one, of course. Uh, he was playing an event in Tunisia, um, but at, at that time there were there were some new restrictions coming in in, in Tunisia, um, COVID restrictions, and the event was was cancelled after just one day, so they, they didn't get very far. And I guess that that just reminds us that you know there are all these extra challenges at the moment trying to play tennis. You know, I've seen some great videos actually of Simon um, through functional tennis and a couple of other, through his, his social media of, of him training. You know, the guy's a beast. His, his, his work ethic's incredible. You know? yeah. and, and, and someone else who, who has played a couple of events recently is Oscar O'Hushin, who obviously is another um, ex-college ex player uh, pretty recently. Um, he, he's had some good success recently. Before Christmas, he, he qualified for, for his first Futures event, winning through the qualifying round and, and then pushing the, the sixth seed close in, in, in the first round there. And then more recently, he was playing an event in Spain as well. And in, in the qualies for that, he played former top 50, top 60 player um, and brought him to a 10-8 in the, in the third set breaker. So it was unlucky to miss out on that one. But, but again, it, it, it's good signs for Oscar. Well, yeah, and we, and we just talk about how tough the, 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 the futures are for even Travita. And then, you know, you get uh, in your first round of qualies, a guy used to be top 60 in the world. I mean, that's unfortunate, but uh, I know Oscar is based himself there in Soto, and, and I think he, he's been really happy there, and Soto do a fantastic job. I mean, there's a, the amount of, there's a few Irish people now that I think have gone over there, and they've absolutely loved it, so I think it's a really great environment for him. I know Pete Botwell speaks so highly of it too as well, his experience there. Um, uh, just there's a couple other players that have been in action in, in some futures recently. Um, Carola Bajanaru was, was uh, playing her first event of the year uh, this week, actually today, as, as, as we're talking. Um, she was in Tunisia, um, where she was in the main draw and unfortunately missed out um, in the first round, but is, is playing doubles um, later on this week. So it, it's great to see Carola playing um, there. And she was playing in Greece before Christmas as well. So she's, she, she, she's playing a good bit as well. Uh, yeah. And just a, a final couple of players to, to give a little shout out to. Uh, Preston Connor, Dorian Koss have both been, been in action in a couple of, of futures events, uh, Egypt, Turkey, around the place recently. So you know, a lot of good experience for those guys as well. Yeah, look, I, I know some of those guys and you know, it's 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 even a, it's a win if you even just get into the qualies. I mean, the the level of the qualies is just it's just so it's just skyrocketing right now at the moment. Um, but and, and just to to move on, I know that you know obviously a common uh, theme that you see through a lot of those players we were touching on is is the the idea that that, that they were in that they did go to, to college in, in the states, um, and this is where we can guys can move on to talk about a few of the players who are currently in the states. So that as we said, that there's quite a lot of them. Um, and it's something that it's tricky, you know. I've I've never really been been able to keep up on on many of those results, and it's something that obviously is, is really interesting. It's really great to see how they're all getting on, but it's it's not easy. So I know it's great to, to talk to you today to to get that insight that you, that you do have. Um, and and to start with with some of the girls, um, I know that there's a whole group that have gone kind of to to, to the west of the country. So would you give a little little rundown of what's going on over there for the girls? Yeah, and 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 like ch kind of chat at the start is like I think this is a great way of of people being able to to get a quick update on what Irish tennis players are doing. So you know our next generation of athletes know the names of these players that are that are maybe not in 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 their face every single day, right? And um, you know probably one of the things I notice bit, uh, most when I'm going around the tournaments is I'll mention a few college tennis players that that have been phenomenal, right? And they've had great rankings in college and. 
and they've gone on to play pro and I'll ask some of the juniors like do they know who they are and they wouldn't have even heard their name so that's something that we need to change in this country our country is not big enough for that to happen you know our tennis world is a small tennis world and it's a small tennis country so we need to do a better job and of, of making sure that we we honor the the history of the past of what players have done and and then continue to honor what these players have, are doing currently right now at the moment in college because you know they are doing a lot they're putting a lot of effort into tennis they're doing it while they're doing studies at their at the highest level and they're also trying to be guy teammates so you know i think Thank it you. is it's funny it's funny the west coast for some reason there is there is a lot of activity with irish girls on the west coast and and you know funny enough is they've actually a lot of them have played against each other in um, right. in the recent weeks uh, so some examples of that is is uh you know Sol and lola alida uh, ended up playing um, Zara Ryan's team from Utah State. Um, Zara Ryan actually won her match at number two singles um, against uh, um, Idaho State, but then Idaho State actually won the match 4-3 um, in dramatic fashion. So, so the, the Twins actually clinched the doubles point, which was great for them. And, uh, and then Saul was able to win her singles match to clinch the, the, the fourth point. So that was kind of a cool experience for Saul. Um, but then also the Twins then ended up playing uh, Shauna Heffernan of Boise State. So Shauna Heffernan, who would have been on the panel for Fed Cup, you know, she's she's played her first two matches of her college career, and she played uh, number three position in that match in singles and number one in uh, in doubles. So she won her doubles match and lost a, a ten point tiebreaker in her first college match, but then came back that same day in a double header and won her singles match and her doubles match. So a pretty good start for Shauna. Great stuff. Yeah. Um, and then Sophia Durbin, who's doing fantastic at Colorado, uh, she ended up playing uh, Ellie Murphy's team uh, a while back there. Uh, and um, Ellie Murphy's team is on fire at the moment. They're, I think they're, they're undefeated 6-0. and um, And basically, Sophia might have been, actually was the only one to win that day in that match. It was 6-1 um, to, to Iowa, uh, Iowa State over, over Colorado. Um, and then Cara Courtney, she's got a new university, so she transferred then to San Francisco. You know, I know she's battling a lot of issues with, with um, some injuries at the moment, but it, I, I see that she played five singles. You know, she probably would be a little bit higher in the lineup probably for San Francisco, but it seems like to me that those injuries might be holding her back a little bit. Um, and then it's great to see another person who's found a new home, Shauna Casey. Um, Shauna uh, transferred from Jacksonville State, probably wasn't the right fit university for, for her to begin with, but now she's found a great home in Sacramento State. So she's, uh, she's now in the lineup playing five singles and uh, she's played one doubles, I think, for, for one of the match and three doubles for the other one. So, so I, I think that's, that, that's it for the West. Perfect. Yeah, there's a lot going on. It's great to see so much going on. Um, and just to, to continue on with this, um, I guess one player who a lot of us will be more familiar with um, who is over there in, in, in college in the US is Georgia Drummy, um, who is also the, the Irish number one in, in, in the WTA. Um, and, and she's playing in the South along with a couple of other Irish girls. So there's, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, what's going on and there? Yeah. And so Georgia trans transferred to Duke and uh, she playing number two in the singles lineup for Duke. And, um, you know, I, I actually got a chance to watch her play against uh, Georgia Tech in a really tough, tough, tough battle and tough match. That, and the winner went to what's called the national indoors of that match. So uh, unfortunately they lost that match 4-3 and Georgia had a really tough loss in, in the third set tiebreaker. Um, but, you know, she's been having a solid record. I think she's she's won the rest of her matches um, and the team is three and one. So look, Duke, Duke are always one of the best teams in the country. 
and um, and so they'll have a fantastic season. Um, so yeah, it's good to see her. Seems like she's doing well in her, in her new home. Uh, and then you got Jessica. Jessica had a fantastic. Lehman had a fantastic um, freshman year. I, I, I can't remember how many matches that she won, but certainly I think she won over twenty matches her freshman year. But uh, she's her team's off to a bit of a rocky start. They're zero and four on the year, um, and she's been playing mostly at four singles, um, and I think at three doubles. So and I think she's won. I think you know two of her matches and lost two of her matches. So. You know, I think the team's off a little bit of a rocky start, but it's early on. So we'll see how they go for the rest of the year. Uh, and then we got Ali O'D, uh, who's at Elon. And uh, I see Ali's competed in 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 one or two of the matches. And um, I think at the five and six position, the team seems to be doing pretty good at three and one. So those are our three girls right now at the moment in, in D1 in the South. Yeah, and then to, to, to finish off uh, discussing the, 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 the D1 Division 1 players, and um, there are also... a, a by the looks of it, a, a big group of girls in, in the, the northeast and the midwest of the country. So I guess you can give a little update on, on, on what's going on over there as well. Yeah, and 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 again, the northeast, so the, the difference between the northeast and some of these other uh, other places is that they've been much slower to get going when it comes to COVID-19. So a lot of their schedules have been condensed and um, or they're just starting much, much later on um, in, into the year. So um, I know Emily O'Donovan um, is at Seton Hall. They don't play their first match till February the 19th against Fordham. Um, who else we got there? We got um, Olivia Mariotti, Mariotti who's a, an American-Irish uh, player. She's at Brown and they, they, they won't be playing at all this, this whole year. They've, they've canceled the season, the, the Ivies. Um, mm. And who else have we got? Um, and then we have... Uh, well, we've got Ellie, we mentioned there earlier on at Iowa State, um, which is more in the Midwest. You know, her team's like set on fire. Um, Kira O'Toole, she's got a new home now. She's She was at uh, Campbell, but now um, at, Sac at Sacred Heart, uh, which is a, a lovely Catholic university in the Northeast. Um, she doesn't play till February the 14th. Um, and then we've got, you know, I think probably the person who's doing, uh, team's doing the best at the moment is Judy Byrne. Uh, Julie is, uh, is at Northwestern. Her team's four and one. Um, had a fantastic win over NC State um, and Wake Forest to actually make what's called the National Indoors, which is the top eight teams in the country this year. She's been playing number two, but um, for some reason last weekend I didn't see her in the lineup. Um, I haven't had a chance to check in with her, but um, you know she was obviously a big loss for them because she plays one doubles, I think, too, as well. And um, their team actually went two and one in, in, in the indoor championships, losing to the team that made the final Texas in the first round, but then followed up with some great wins over Ohio State and I believe Oklahoma State. Um, and then we have Jenny Timmerton, who's at Michigan State. Uh, Jenny, um, who transferred from Fresno State, um, seemed to be playing a lot at the number five and six position last year, but haven't seen her in the lineup for the first few matches. But I know she played um, uh, like kind of an open tournament there at the start of the year where she went one on one beating a girl from Illinois. Um, and then we got Lu Lucy Octave, which is she's the, uh, one of the just like Julie has benefited from the COVID-19. They're what's called 50 year seniors. So they've been able to benefit from the, the loss of the year yes, last year. And um, so her team's 2-0 and o right now at the moment for Xavier. But I actually haven't seen Lucy in the lineup. Um, so not sure what's going on there either. So uh, and then Laura Fitzgerald, Illinois State. Um, she seems like she's mostly played in her career at the four and five slots and three, four and five slots. And she seems to be picking up that position again this year. And her team's currently two and four at the moment. So. Um, so I think that's most of, of the, D, the D1 girls. Um, and we've got a few of the D2 girls too as well, uh, Adam. Yeah, no, and, and I know that's something that you 
would like to see even more of maybe the, the D2 because all these girls we've talked about so far are D1, which is amazing. And then there's there's a smaller number in D2. So I guess something you'd like to see a little bit a little bit more of maybe. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know why people have this thing in their heads that D1 or D2, it's, it's not like the Premiership and the Championship. There's many Division II teams that will, would be have better facilities and, and NAIA universities have better facilities over Division I universities. So, um, you know, the ones that we do have are actually doing really well. So, um, you know, the, the two McCulloch twins from Tusculum, their team's ranked inside the top 25 in Division II to start the year. They haven't started their season yet, but you know, be expecting big things from them. And and and, and uh, one of the twins, Caitlin, is, has done fantastic. Like she was, um, um, I think, NCA Division II, uh, an All-American, and also as well was nominated for, for Women of the Year uh, in, in the sport. So um, that's an incredible uh, achievement from her. And then you've got people like Emer Marr, who's, who's thriving at, at Barton College. You know, Emer um, is a transfer from a D1 school, but it seems like she's found a much better fit here in Barton College. And uh, she doesn't start again until February the 13th, and their first match is against Augusta College. And Emer's actually from NACE, my home club too as well, which is nice too as well. And then, you know, Emily Connolly's definitely finding her feet at uh, NAI University, a, a top 10 uh, university for NAIA called Indiana Wesleyan University. Um, and she played her five singles and two doubles and won both her matches in her first, um, in, in, in the first match of the spring. They actually, in NAIA, they actually play a lot of fall uh, team matches too as well, which is nice. Um, and then Ella Lynn Brown um, at the Academy of Art, um, uh, over there on the west coast they, she doesn't play again till february the 13th that's will be their first match so so like i said a small group of girls there so it's something that i don't think sometimes the irish girls think that is is, is available but you know you know maybe you haven't been one of the top top girls in, in in ireland but maybe you're a late bloomer so it's definitely something that we would like to keep adding more and more of our of maybe the not the top top irish girls of of seeing an opportunity to maybe use those four years to advantage to get a great experience and and and, and progress in their tennis yeah because as you as you say it does you don't have to be at the top you can you can still go over there and have a, a you know an amazing time and do do some amazing stuff for, for your tennis like it's it, it's a great opportunity for, for anyone to go over there yeah look and for me it's always like look you know until we develop a system here in in ireland and college that you know is more than just one weekend of of playing college matches against each other you know, we 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 have to think of 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 these other countries as as a great option to continue to play your tennis at a really really high level. You know, it'd be fantastic to to have, and I think maybe in the future, hopefully, we can create that. But uh, in in the short term, you know, you know, if you want to keep up your tennis at the highest level as you possibly can, then going over to play and 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 do third level education with your tennis is it's it's a great option if you love tennis. Yeah, yeah, and just before we go on to to talk about some some of the the, the boys that are over there playing, um, there are I know there's also a few a few Irish coaches who are who are working in in, in different colleges in the states. So do, do you have a little story for for some of those coaches working over there? Which I know yeah, you, yeah, you've like, been, and, you've been and, one of yourself and, by now. Yeah, and, and again, like it's kind of similar. It's it's you know, like I spent eleven years as a college coach over there, and I had some great success, and you know, coached some really great players, players that went on to play Davis Cup, and and uh, another one that just won you know Australian Open in dubs like so it's you know um it would have been nice i guess for people to to know a little bit more of what i was doing there and you know i think one of the great stories we have right now and he's, it's an ace man himself is is a guy who who played for me at memphis for for a little while was dara glavin 
And Dara is now the, um, the University of Miami men's assistant tennis coach, which is an incredible achievement. I mean, Miami is one of, in the, one of the top conferences and one of the most desirable places you want to coach college tennis, right? Or play college tennis. So he's, he used to be the Delaware assistant and did a great job there. Before that, he was the Princeton um, assistant. And so now he's, he's in his first semester and his first year at, uh, at, at uh, Miami. And they just lost their first match against a really good UCF team 4-3. So, and then obviously Peter Wright is, is a legend and I, hopefully everyone knows who Peter Wright is, but for Cal Berkeley, but you know, he's had, a, he's had tons of Irish tennis players over there and helped them become the best versions of themselves. And uh, you know, they're off the, to two and one record um, losing to, to UCLA. And I, I, know, I know Peter doesn't ever likes using the UCLA, but uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not the end of the world if you used to use, use the UCLA because they're always so good, you know? Um, and then another good one, new one is Peter Fleming. It's great to see him. You know, he's over there with, uh, with, with Oshin Osh Shafri and, and it's great to see those guys. And um, so he's getting into a little bit of college coaching here. Um, off the bit of a tough start, the team's one and four, but they've played a very competitive um, schedule so far. Yeah, yeah. And you mentioned there, I guess that moves us in to just touch on, on some of the, the, the boys who are playing college and that there are, there are less than there are girls. But I guess, would you give us a little rundown of, of, of all the, the action for, for the guys in, in the States? Yeah, and, and again, you know, there, there's, there's a little bit less. Um, and funny enough, there's, there's actually a decent amount playing D2, a little bit more than the girls. Um, and, you know, but what we got here is we got Thomas Brennan. Thomas is playing for Butler, hasn't started the season yet. Um, and then, like we mentioned there, Oshin Shafri, he's um, he stepped it up. He's now playing number one and two in the lineup and singles um, for his team. And uh, I believe he's, he's won a couple of matches so far, but certainly that's a big step up for him, um, especially with a tough schedule. Um, and then we got like uh, another guy from Nace and Carlo is... Sean Keane is, uh, Sean just played his first match. He's playing a, a division two school in South Carolina called Coker College. Uh, and he went uh, two and oh on his first weekend of, of uh, in singles in his matches and his team went one and one. So that was great for him. And um, then we've got Matthew Saunders uh, at Tiffin University, another division two university. Uh, their team has only played one match so far and they're oh and one. He played a four singles. Um, Mark Griffin seems to be doing really good. He's at an NAIA university. Um, he's been, he's had a pretty good record. Like I said, I mentioned before, the NAI play a lot of team matches in the fall. So his record, his team's record seven and four. He's been playing mostly at three and four, mostly at three, but I believe his last match, he actually beat a D1 player in a 10 point tiebreaker um, at the four position, which is a great, great, uh, great result for him. Uh, and then we got Keen McDonald, who's, who's up there at North Dakota, University of North Dakota. So that's probably the only place right now at the moment that's definitely probably colder than Ireland. Um, but he had a great situation there. I think the Tennis Ireland put on their, on their, on their social media. He clinched a great match there for 4-3 against Youngstown State, playing the number three singles. His team's three and two. Um, and there's nothing, anyone who played college tennis knows there's nothing better than clinching a, a three-all match and winning 4-3 for your team. Um, so... We got Moritz Stenzer down in sunny Florida. He's in Orlando in a university called Rollins College, beautiful university. They haven't started yet. That's a Division II school. Um, Cole Butler, I've been looking for actually some results for this morning for him. Um, I know they competed over the weekend. He was supposed to play top six in the lineup, um, but I haven't been able to get any detailed results. So hopefully, fingers crossed, everything went well for him. Um, got Christian Duffy, I've got to meet Christian over the summer, lovely guy. Um, you know, he hasn't begun yet. He's at Stonehill College in Division Two. Um, their season hasn't begun again in the Northeast. Um, and then we got Dobby. 
Um, I'm not even going to try there and pronounce Dovey's whole name, but they don't start till February the 18th. Um, we've got Fergus O'Rourke. Fergus got a new home. He was at Lander, now at Spring Hill College. Played a few matches last year before COVID hit. Um, they don't start till February the 18th. Um, and then we got Morgan Lowe, and Morgan is at Iowa. He's a senior now. Um, Morgan's been very, un very unfortunate. Um, their program at Iowa is actually getting discontinued after this year. So I haven't seen Morgan in the lineup. I know he's always battling to get right in there at the sixth position. Um, and then a few new homes here too as well is Philip Lynch um, starting, uh, starting a new university. Um, they haven't started their season yet, but he's at Sacred Heart, so the same place as, as Kiro Tool. Uh, Neil O'Connor at Costa Carolina, great university, great school. It seems like uh, he's going to find a new home there and it's going to be great for him. He was at a school called IUPUI, but uh, they were discontinuing their program, so he transferred. And their first match is on February the 13th. Um, and then we have Charlie Barry, also at Tulane. And obviously, Tulane are one of the best universities in the country. And um, doesn't seem like he's been able to crack the top six yet. Teams four and two record overall, but uh, I'm sure it'll be just a matter of time before Charlie's able to crack that lineup. So um, that's pretty much all the guys that I have right now at the moment. Um, that I, I, I could be missing a couple, but uh, like you said, if I am or I'm missing a girl or a guy, please, please, you know, first off, I apologize, but make sure to uh, reach out to me and, and I'll make sure we include you in these updates. Absolutely. And it's great to see so many that you're going through and, and all, all the action for them. And, and, and just a final note for us to touch on is, is it's not just the US where, where there's people um, who, have, who have traveled to for, for college tennis. And there's also a number of, of guys who've traveled to uh, the UK, to Scotland, to England um, for college as well. So do you, have, do you have a little bit of update on, on those guys? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think you nailed the best there. It's like, in the end of the day is, look, you know, you've got to find the right fit for yourself. So, you know, America is not the right fit for everybody. It's not the right place. Some, some people are way better off being here in Ireland or to develop their tennis or, or in Britain to develop their tennis. So um, some of those guys that um, I'm not as familiar with, but, you know, I know Caleb Ralston has been doing great. He's been on the, the um, at Bath and, uh I believe he's been on the first team at bat, which is in, is incredible achievement because that roster at bat is, is is very competitive. And then the same thing we got with Dorian and um, Cost. Dorian is in in Stirling, Scotland, along with Peter Curry. And both of those actually battled in my UTR tournament in the final during the summer here. And um, Peter Curry is some talent, so um, I know he's been playing a little bit on the, on, on on the team below the the Dorian. But there's no reason why Peter Curry and Dorian shouldn't be making that first team. I think they're both on the second and third team right now at the moment. Um, and then we got Harry Ellsmer, who found himself a great place in Exeter. Um, know the coach there at Exeter really well. He's over here in Ireland this summer. Seems like he's a, he's a, he's a great guy and there's a good thing going on over there. Um, and uh, I, think, I think that's it, Adam. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's great to get you know, the updates, obviously, all, all the, the, the huge number of, of players over in the States and obviously that, that slightly smaller number, but the people who've, who found a good college for them in, in the UK. Um, and like I, I do, I really appreciate, um, you know, getting the chance to talk to you today to get those updates because it's something that, you know, as we said earlier, is no, is not available. It's not something that I'd really know where, where, to, where to find them. And I think it's the same for most people that they wouldn't have access to these things. So it's great to talk to you today to get that little update on, on how things are going and maybe we can we can do it again in a, in a, in a couple of weeks time to, to get them to get more more updates on the season as, as, as the season progresses thanks adam yeah no it was, it was fun doing it and look you know as i said the most important thing is is you know these players have, have worked their tails off their whole entire lives in their tennis and 
you know, to give them a little bit of recognition to some of the positive things that are going on, it's, it's a no brainer to me. So, um, so thank you. And uh, hope, yeah, I definitely want to do this again. And, you know, this is a busy time for college tennis. So maybe we'll do a couple over, over this period of time and, uh, and, um, and uh, it will take from there. 100% to look forward to it. Thanks, Mark. Thanks again to Mark. Uh, two additional things for me to mention. Firstly, a uh, correction that Neil O'Connor's previous college was UMKC and not IUPUI. And secondly, to mention Jonathan Garcia, who is in Merrimack College. Uh, their key season has not yet started. Thanks again to Mark and thanks for listening. Um, I hope you did find this interesting, getting these updates on the college tennis situation. Uh, we do hope to be back in a couple of weeks to, to bring you up to date with what has been going on um, since this episode. We will see you next time.